Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck. I'm the editor-in-chief of Cannabis and Tech Today, and this podcast is coming to you live, or sort of live, from MJ Biz. And we have to give a big shout out to our sponsor, PolyScience and Summit Research. We always bring you the goods, and today is no different. We have one of the biggest, baddest, most awesome companies in the cannabis space. We have uh, with us, we have uh, uh, George Kiefer and Daniel Huber. Very correct, correct, sir. Yes, did I get it right? Yeah, Absolutely. you got it right. Hey, got welcome, that. guys. <laughs> good start. Dude, it is amazing to see you here. Every time I'm at a cannabis show, you guys always have one of the biggest booths, and it's always one of the most impressive displays at the show. How did you guys get so awesome? Well, I mean, uh, I was uh, tasked uh, from Daniel Huber to set up Huber USA 2014, uh -huh. and traditionally we come from the life science space, which is... Um, Excuse me if I say it, uh, sometimes kind of boring yeah. uh, because it's very uh, uh, application driven and yeah. very formal and our channels to uh, the life science people is primarily LinkedIn. Uh -huh. And uh, in 2017, we got some first orders from the cannabis industry and uh, I figured we could, we were followers back in the days yeah. or other companies in the chiller space also. PolyScience ahead of us and some other German guys ahead of us so I had to play catch up and uh, I uh, been in Las Vegas for the show in the hotel and I said, I don't know if this is a market. But then uh, we went, came back uh, yeah. the year after and then uh, we said, okay, we're gonna go. So that was back when big. like MJ Biz first started, right? Yeah, I mean a little later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2018, we did the first show uh -huh. and uh, Daniel said, let's do this bowl. Let's really blow this up uh, <laughs> as best as we can. And then uh, I figured that Instagram is the go-to channel. Yeah. And our company name is Huber USA. And I thought, uh, I thought, okay, I need a cool name for this industry yeah. uh, to connect with the people. And I'm a big Elvis fan, so I thought, hmm, Huber King of Temp. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, in the late uh, years of Elvis, Elvis was big in Las Vegas. Yes. The show is, is, is great, so we always uh, got excited to come to Vegas to throw a big party, yeah. to be professional, but also to uh, not only talk about work and, and application, but to entertain our customers. Yeah. No, you guys do a fabulous job. Like you're you're one of probably the top, I don't know, I would say four or five brands in the cannabis space that's just known for really showing up and showing out. So that's that's pretty awesome. And uh, so so is German engineering the secret behind your, your products? It's definitely the basic and uh -huh. the, the way we are set up, family company. We're extremely flexible. We want to hear what the customers need and we are able to follow whatever the, the requests are. And yeah, this is how Uber started in, in the early days and what we offer today. Yeah, yeah. And so did people come to you first and they were like, hey, we need help with you know, temperature control or were you guys looking at the cannabis industry going, maybe this is some place we want to go? Well, the uh, sales in the cannabis space, uh, one guy from Oregon building uh, Ethanol extraction, primary extraction uh -huh. systems uh, started to sell Huber. I didn't even know uh, that it was going into the cannabis space. And to be honest, it freaked yeah. me out first. <laughs> Being German, I thought, oh, doing something wrong yeah. in America. You're going to get in uh, trouble. But then uh, when we walked the show, we found out, okay, the people we want to talk to in the first place to get into the market are the guys who built hydrocarbon systems, ethanol uh, systems, CO2 systems, all the primary extraction needs 
needs uh, needs chilling. Yeah. And then of course in post processing we're talking about short path, wipe film. So they need heating, heating and cooling. Then the recovery of the ethanol needs chilling. Then yeah. carb. So we approached all these guys, and uh, so of course now uh, with our activities being here at at the shows and other shows as well. And Instagram, we get the message out. We get a lot of direct uh, contacts too. So we educate people ah. what to look for when buying a chiller. But uh, again, the first uh, task for us, how we really grew big, was to partner up with the, I call them the titans in the industry. Yes. Like the Precisions, now Agrify, Cascade, Lab Society, ETS, across International, and so forth. I mean, oh, that, yeah. What do you what do you think about uh, if if people say why is temperature control such a big deal? Like I learned about this yesterday, but for our audience <laughs> that's watching, can you explain to them why temperature control is maybe the most important thing? Well, temperature plays a, a major role when it comes to um, the yields which you want to achieve when you um, produce your products as a chemist, or even here in the extraction uh, uh, industry. Uh, time to achieve a temperature is extremely important and this is where we score highly. I think without being nose up, our units are the most reliable, the fastest unit to change temperatures in the market and you get reliable uh, um, results. The reproducibility is very, very high. Yeah. And sustainability is one of the most important topics which we have. Yeah. What we have done here in the, in the US, George uh, uh, addressed that earlier, we connected with all the major players mm -hmm. and we did the same thing in the life science years ago uh, when we went to the Akemas, which Akemas is the, globally the, the biggest show for pharma and pharmaceutical industries. So we, we connected with all the manufacturers who did reaction systems and had them on our booth. So we copied that system and it worked out exactly in the same way. There's a lot of trust a lot of listening to people, what do you need? Yeah. And if we, we, if we follow this and trace it, um, there's a good chance that Hoover is where yeah. Hoover shall be, in my, from my opinion, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, and I mean, you guys have a great strategy, you guys have your Instagram presence, you guys have your partnerships, but at the end of the day, if you don't make great products, people are not gonna buy it, right? It's a great product, but George has added uh, some very high value to the quality of the product, which is service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, talk would you about like that. to yes, talk I about that? Yes, I want to talk about it. In the beginning, uh, mm. of course, uh, when we then approached uh, these people I mentioned before, uh, the OEMs, uh, I got a lot of pushback because our product was probably 30 to 40% more expensive than local brands here Ooh. built in North America. And our closest competitors in Germany, probably 20% more expensive. And they were already dialed in in this. And they said, well, you need to lower the price, you need to lower the price. And I didn't want to go up, uh, go down and lower the price. Yeah. And um, based on our activity in the, in the pharmaceutical space, where we sell $150,000 chiller on 20 liter reactors, and uh, they do APIs, sometimes a batch of APIs, $2 million. Yeah. So when there's a chiller who's going bad, they're losing $2 million. So price oh. becomes secondary. Yes. And uh, uh, when I was, pushed to lower my price, of course, my salespeople said, oh, George, we need to get into this market, let's drop the price, and I was not ready. I said, you know what, someday. Was that sales that wanted you to drop the price? Sales, of, of course, course, they want to get into the market. And, uh, Damn it, sales. And, uh, and <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> and then uh, I said, well, let's wait. When the pain is big enough, they will come back because yes. we have the most reliable systems. And then we 
build up our service uh, 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 reposition. Yeah. We have uh, in the farmer space, we go on site to service a chiller on site so they don't come back to our shop. Wow. So it's very convenient. Yeah. And uh, our turnaround in the, in the service space is 72 hours on site. Uh, to every domestic uh, uh, destination and wow. um, also then in the cannabis space you know they extract work at night Thanksgiving Christmas Day yeah they don't care about they want to make money and when the chiller is down the $250,000 extraction machine is down uh -huh. so all of a sudden they they felt a strong pain and then with our competitor they had to ship the units back to where they came from in the yeah. first place and then sometimes west coast east coast that's a lot of downtime four weeks oh, yeah. downtime and we wow. solved that problem we said if your chiller is down within 72 hours we are on site and then uh, another thing and so we built yeah. our, our our service around this and for me uh, the only difference between the cannabis market and the traditional market is the marketing piece mm -hmm. like the fun part and stuff yeah but any any other approach is exactly the same and cannabis pushed us even harder to to be better in service yeah. honestly and uh, I had a key experience on I was in Germany for the Easter holidays on the Easter Saturday I get a phone call from an extractor and he had a problem with his chiller and I said well I'm in Germany uh, I cannot help you right now but I call you back on Monday so he was extremely happy but based on that I said you know what we have a 24-7 hotline we have eight service techs and every week a service tech is on call 24-7. Wow. And uh, wow. so you get a live tech on, 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 on support. And that was the breakthrough moment. And nobody was asking about the price for the chiller. Yeah. They wanted right. the Huber yeah. with this package. I mean, we're not talking about the machine yeah. to start with, but the overall package uh, made a difference. That's amazing. See, in the, in the life science industry, we would say it takes two to tango. Yeah. And here in this industry, we say we'd be good together. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> We'd be good together. We'd be good I see together. What you're doing there. You guys are cool, pun intended. Um, so no, I, I want to go back to that. The client services. That's a really big deal. There's a lot of brands here that sell products that do not have any kind of customer service or service after the sale or on-site training. It's kind of like you buy it and you're, boom. That's it. And that's crazy to me to think that there's businesses like that. Like, it seems like the best businesses out there, when you think of brands that are really good and really well-known and everything, they have tremendous customer service. It just seems like it's a, you know, it's, 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 it's a must it's for, a to be a real top-notch brand. I can, yeah, 100% correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say this. I flew here on Frontier Airlines, okay? That's a major airline here in the United States. I know he's like, oh, God, that's your first mistake. <laughs> and they, on the weekend, do not have a human being you can call if you have yeah. to make a change. They literally have customer service right. that is only Monday through Friday, yeah. and the rest of the time you have to email them and hope someone gets back to you. Absolutely. That's crazy. Insane business model. Yeah. 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 But they're doing it to save money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's wild. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned sustainability earlier. Right. We're big into sustainability. Our sponsor, PolyScience, is very big into sustainability. Uh, sometimes it's treated like a buzzword, uh -huh. you know, like a nice thing to oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some companies really believe in sustainability. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about well, sustainability? We, when my father started the company, he was always, <laughs> he was thinking green before a green party existed in Germany, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So we introduced refrigeration machines which uh, 
only needed a fraction of cooling water if it was a water-cooled unit compared to our com competitors. Meaning we heated the cooling water up, up to 40, 45 degrees, which means we only had a third of the consumption, yeah. water saving. Now, in the United States, where water was pretty cheap, this did not play a major role, but it did in Europe. It now does in the United States too. Yeah. Energy saving. Typical refrigeration units have an open bath, big buffer, mm -hmm. and what you cool with your cooling machine is this big buffer, which you then transport to the application with a pump. Yeah. The bigger this buffer is, the more energy you need. If you want to change the temperature, you need to cool or heat this buffer. Yeah. What we did is we reduced the volume um, to a fraction, like to a tenth of the of the normal size. Yeah. Which means our units with the same installed cooling or heating capacity were ten, ten times faster. Mm. So that's sustainability. Yeah. All our units are made of stainless steel. We do not offer any any other um, steels or painted steels. This is our philosophy of how we can be sustainable. Yeah. Um, and the latest thing is like uh, natural refrigerants. My father introduced the first units in the 70s. Wow. And we have the entire ranges available uh, with the natural refrigerants. We're looking at CO2s as a next step. Yeah. So I think sustainability is certainly a selling point to all the industries nowadays. Yeah, and I think that honestly, if it's done right, sustainability can be bottom line oriented. Absolutely. It can be strategic. Absolutely. It's not just a nice thing to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, how do you guys sell your products? Do you guys have distributors? Do you sell direct or what? What's kind of the process if people want to, uh, you know, buy your products? I mean, uh, I want to talk global here or, or general. Uh, we sell to the pharma industry. Uh -huh. We have uh, distributors. Uh, and also OEMs, they do jacketed reactors, which is a quite common application in the, in the pharma industry. You buy a jacketed reactor, you hook it up with a temperature control unit, and then you do your formulation stuff. So we partner up with glass companies, we partner up with the big life science folks, sure. Fisher and uh, Thermo Fisher and, and BWR, just to name the, the few big ones. Mm -hmm. And then we also sell direct. I mean, a lot of uh, customers on the East Coast, like the Merckx, the Pfizer's, and all these uh, big guys, mm -hmm. they come to us directly. Same on the West Coast. And uh, in the automotive space, we talk to uh, system integrators for automotive testing uh, and, and so forth. In the cannabis space, primarily we sell through the partner companies, uh, OEMs who built uh, the extraction systems and uh, post-processing and all these kind of solutions. Uh, our direct sales in the cannabis space probably 10%. Okay. Because uh, the value uh, our partners offer is just the whole bundle, the whole package. Yeah. They don't have to worry about uh, the service uh, part. I only ask them to do the sales part and to bundle up uh, the stuff. In return, we take the systems into Vegas. We don't charge them for, for boost space. It's all free boost space. And they love it because we have a great hype yeah. and, and vibes in, in our booth. And uh, so that's the re return, the favor in return, beside the sales. And uh, we, we take care of the service and works works great. That's, that's so we don't have one single strategy, only direct, only sure, distributors. Sure. I don't believe in, in, in one, one shoe fits all. So. Kind of a hybrid type. And of course the market changes and now with the, with the challenges in the, in, the, in the cannabis market particularly, we have seen a lot of consolidation. I mean, single companies had bought by bigger groups. Uh, yeah. 
And yeah. uh, so we have to adapt and, and adjust to to these changes. And uh, so our model might change, uh, but right now we try to reach out as best as possible. Yeah, yeah. So um, you guys are a global company. What what do you think about if you uh, had a crystal ball? Do you think that you know Germany and then some other places are going to legalize? It's going to open up more markets, and it's uh, you know inevitable. Or do you think it's going to get bogged down with you know bureaucracy like like oftentimes things do? I think it's going to open up. Yeah. Um, Germany has just announced that uh, um, we want to open up, and Germany may be like. Um, a major market for Europe, so I, I bet uh, other other countries will follow. Yeah, um, it's a different market, so there's a lot more um, people from chemical and, and pharmaceutical uh, industries available to to serve this industry. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I see a big chance for for uh, cannabis to to get into the European markets, but on a different way. Yeah, on a yeah. different way. Well, it'll be exciting for sure. You know, I've, I've, I've got a chance to actually go to Berlin. I was at ICBC Berlin. Germany is a freaking fabulous place. And uh, and it seems like if they do legalize there, then maybe more 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 are going to follow, you know, kind of follow the leader type deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we need in Germany or in Europe is an MJ bis. Ah. So we have now a smaller yeah. uh, um, exhibitions, but we don't see the uh, instrument, uh, the equipment manufacturers. Yeah. So this would be a next step, and I'm looking forward to uh, the next years. Maybe, maybe yeah. this is all gonna happen. You know, maybe a year, maybe two years. Yeah. It, it starts happening. That's it. Everything. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Well, uh, is there anything you guys are looking forward to, or anything that you're working on? New products coming down the line. Any kind of new type innovations that you're uh, excited about? We are known that we show new things like every other year. Uh -huh. So it's like. We are constantly working on uh, new innovations. We listen to the customer needs and whatever they need and what uh, regulations may afford yeah. will be made. And we have a, um, a saying, we don't need to be the biggest player, but yeah. we want to be the best. Yeah, smart. But, by the way, I contradict always uh, with Daniel on that point. I said, one thing doesn't necessarily exclude the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. True enough. So uh, I believe you were going to sing a song for our audience. Uh, next time, I guess. Okay. Uh, I skipped that part. I think uh, the interview have been uh, so far uh, quite like, okay. So I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I Thank don't you, George. Spoil it. <laughs> His rendition of "My Way" coming your way. Now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leave it up to yes. you. Yes. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, let, let the audience know, because we got to wrap it up here. Um, let the audience know like where they can get a hold of you. If they're interested in doing some business, you know, what's what's the best way to uh, to get in touch with Huber? We are on Instagram, uh, Huber King of Temp, uh, www.huber-usa.com. And you have the show, I forgot the booth number, but second floor, follow the red crown, you find us. Where yes. the biggest party is and the biggest noise, there are us. There you go. <laughs> it, it is it is an amazing booth. So listen, it's been a real pleasure having you here. I learned a lot. Hopefully our audience did as well about you know why temperature control matters, a little bit about sustainability, and of course about your company, which is just kicking ass in the cannabis space. So it's a pleasure having you guys here. I look forward to popping back up and seeing you at your booth a little bit later. And uh, thank you very much for being here.
Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chuck, for for having us and also for PolyScience. Uh, yes. To give us the spot and uh, Summit Research. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. Yes. Thank Great you. shout out to our sponsors. And for those of you that are uh, watching, you know, make sure that you go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe, leave a co uh, comment if you will, and don't forget go follow Huber on Instagram and follow PolyScience and Summit Research and Cannabis and Tech today. That way you can stay in the conversation. And P.S. Thanks, Philip. Yes. <laughs> This has been another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks coming to you from MJ Biz. Uh, make sure that you tune in for some more great content, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Hey, hello. I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Duracho. Uh, this is Duracho. This is Duracho. This is Duracho. No, hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Duracho or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Duracho. You can't go wrong. This show was produced by Cannabis Tech Today and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com now if you're looking to get professional production help on your own podcast at an affordable rate. Pretty Easy Podcasts, making podcasting pretty easy.